It's like episode four or season four or five, one of those. Mm, so me and Kevin O'Toole, when we lived uh, right behind Crescent Street in Maniunk. Yeah, hell yeah. That's great. We took it on the street. We hit Main Street in Maniunk with, uh, with wine and, and Coke cans. Oh, my God. It's incredible. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. It worked. Another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is your host, Trip Zero. I am here with uh, Felix Hergood. Felix Hergood, right here. From- and uh, special guest, Snacks the Cat. Hey, up, man? Snacks the Cat is back. Uh, we're here. This is episode 103. Uh, Locke has the night off. Uh, Neo Aoshi also has the night off. We're running uh, bare bones tonight. But I'm excited. Yeah. Small little intimate chat. We're missing them. You know? The we're missing shift. those guys. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not excited to not have them here, but I'm excited for our little chats. Um. Yeah, how you guys doing? Uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had to think of that for a second. Well, we're late recording tonight because I was streaming all day. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? I took a break for about three hours. I got started at 8 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I streamed from 8 in the morning to about 11.30. Got off. I had a plumber come over, take care of some shit in the, in sure. the place. We got the, um, we got the HVAC fixed. Today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was mm. having some problems. Um, and then I got back on probably about 3.30. And cooked it until you guys got over here. Cooked it. Yeah, I was pushing the stream until probably about 7.38. Nice. So two really long streams today, and Hell yeah. all of it was Skyrim mods. Mm. Skyrim with mods. Nice. Um, we'll go into that later, but I just wanted to say that I finally got my stream back up and running. It's official. Twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood is a place where you can watch me play a barrage of different games. Leading with it on the episodes. I had to. I like it. Because it's been yeah. technical, technologically fucked for so many goddamn weeks. <laughs> like, I lost follows, dude. I, I was right around Look, 200. It's, I had it's passed a high-demand uh, uh, format. You know? Right. But I, I had age. 202 follows. I got past my goal. I had 202 awesome. follows. That's very cool. Stream takes a shit on me. Gone for months. I dropped down to like 188 or 186. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of a big hit. Seriously. Mm. So I've I've now jacked myself back up. I'm at 198 after sure. a day of streaming. So like that Rob that's awesome. comeback. Yeah, yeah. right. About ready. He did have a serious ass comeback. Yeah. Disappeared really for a did. while and you then got that part oh, Rob Lowe. Lowe? Yeah. How about how about yeah. uh, fucking Matthew McConaughey? You you think he ever really went? Yeah, we know, okay, not like Rob Lowe because Rob yeah. Lowe was gone. Yeah, right, no, he'd he fucking disappeared. Rob Lowe, yeah. Rob Lowe went on a vision and, quest or some shit yeah. and came back. Rob Lowe and Robert Downey Jr. both had like zero work. Like they were just out there. I mean, Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr. was literally in jail. <laughs> he was in jail yeah. for a few months to a year. Um, but yeah, but Matthew McConaughey, he never. He, it was even worse with him. He didn't actually even go away. He just started doing romantic comedies. Mm. He was in shitty romantic right. comedies. He didn't, he didn't one go after away. another. No, he, one after he was another. still making money. Skyrim is your Parks and Rec comeback. There you go. There it yeah. is, man. All right, well, let's uh, let's dive into some stuff here. Uh, we got a, a list of things. We don't have to talk about them in this order, but let's hit uh, the one at number one because it is coming out so soon. Final Fantasy 15. It's coming out. Um, 
by the time you hear two more episodes, the game will be out. And then it'll take us another week probably to get hands-on and really kind of formulate yeah. opinions of the final release. But we will have it in our hands after 10 years in in eight days. Yeah, eight lock, actual days lock as of recording right now. Lock should definitely be on next week's episode. Well, we won't have it for next week's. Oh, you won't? We won't, no. Next week will be uh, 28th. It comes out the 30th, yeah. yeah. Oh, bummer. 29th. Oh, 29th, there yeah. you go. September 30th was the original. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, then they moved to 29th. Yeah, okay. But what's been happening is that uh, retailers um, all across the world, not just isolated into one country or region, all across the world um, have kind of been selling the game to anyone that asks. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not widespread, but, like, you know happen? how one shop will, want, will sometimes sell a game early and someone will be like, oh, I got the copy of the game. It's on YouTube. Check it out. This has been happening a lot. Like a lot of different stores in a lot of countries. Why? I don't know. Yeah, they just... They broke your street date. Maybe yeah. someone who's selling it doesn't know or doesn't give a shit someone's first day. But it's been happening uh, everywhere. It's been happening a lot. I haven't seen any reports of it too much over in the States, but... Sounds um, like you're fucking taking a piss right now. Yeah. We're just we're, peeing in yeah. the... We're, we're drinking... We're, <laughs> we're drinking the Naked Grape California Moscato. We're drinking fucking boxed wine here on the Bo- podcast. Boxed uh, wine. My girlfriend uh, and I had to clean out our fridge because we're having Thanksgiving and we had to make room. So I brought the boxed wine over to share with the podcast friends. Tastes, so uh, we're being real pieces of shit here. Tastes Sorry, like, Snacks uh, the Cat. We cut, you cut you off. Oh, no. I don't care. Cut me off as much as you want. <laughs> tastes like a, a, a kind of moldy fruit salad going down and fucking... But you said... The aftertaste is sublime. I'm good with it. It's the quote of the century. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so, snacks. I don't even remember what I was saying. Some, some, something funny. You're, uh, uh, no, it, I don't think it broke. You're quippy, bud. No? 50-50. Okay. 40-60. Um, no, yeah, I don't see too much of it breaking in the States right now. It's no, like it yeah. is other countries, but yeah. there is one thing for sure. Square is pissed. Oh, they're furious, huh? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't pick up too much of the anger reading like the translations of their statement. They didn't have emojis. That's why. Right. <laughs> Should have put emojis. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> Just a bunch of eggplants. <laughs> they're yeah. <laughs> see what I'm saying. Middle Quippy. fingers and, and Quippy, dude. eggplants. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Of course they're pissed. They've worked on this game for ten years, and they want people to to not get spoilers. Not you know. Even though they have put out ruined. a shit ton of demos. Right. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I mean. I was going to ask you guys. Yeah. I've never played a single other Final, Final Fantasy, right? Okay. Final Fantasy 9. I watched numerous f- footage of it. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you like about it? I don't like anything oh, about it. Um, a- anything about any Final Fantasy? 15 specifically. Oh. Uh, this is just my quarrel with it. Where sure. like I feel like it's trying to do too much of what Kingdom Hearts already does. Mm-hmm. I love Kingdom Hearts. I'm more of a fan of the first one because it is an RPG where I think the sequ- everything beyond that is more action-based, sure. action hack and slash. But the original Final Fantasy is like 1 through 10 were all just these straight-up turn-based, like awesome role-playing games and have some of the most memorable RPG stories This, this is played. a continuation of a previous story? No. no. Every Final Fantasy no. starts with a different story. The only one that actually has a sequel is like 10. There's 10-2. Um, 13 had a like a trilogy of games yeah and like 7 has a prequel on PSP but yeah go ahead well no go ahead oh yeah no but uh, they're all this is the thing is where people will be like oh like I've seen people like even like in person they'll be like I don't really want to jump into this because like it's 15 in I'm not gonna like play it unless I played the originals but it's like 
that's not what type of game this is. This is a game where you can jump in with any single one of them. They all have different styles, yep. different settings. So. Um, one will be steampunk. The next will be medieval fantasy. They're so, all different. So forgive me for playing the devil's advocate, even though I haven't played some game. Someone has to. It's not like I, I'm familiar with the source material, mm-hmm. have dug in, and now I'm just being a dick. I'm somebody who's never played them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no nostalgia for previous because they change it up every single time. The old way they used to do it, which was turn-based and fun that you and Locke have, have gone on and yeah. on about. So I don't particularly like turn-based games. Mm-hmm. So that's gone. They, they shit-canned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Kind of. Kind of. Wait, what? There is a wait mode. <laughs> How does that work? It, we don't know because all the demos that have been released so far have oh, you not mean had a this switch active. you can flip on to make it apparently play yeah the way you want you'll it to be play? able to play 15 with like a, a weight essentially analyze the battle the not dis- make it as active as as okay you've seen the description for it sounds a lot like what Dragon Age does where it right. pauses the combat and you I, can I just thought of that yeah That's the minute on. he said it I was like probably like Dragon Age mm-hmm. yeah because it's it's not Square that does Dragon Age right no no That's um Bioware yeah, Bioware. Bioware yeah. Anyway, my point is, is the devil, uh, devil's advocate point that I'm getting at is all of the things that you'd be nostalgic to make you typically want to play a game if it's this many times. Like Assassin's Creed, I want to play because I remember the original story and, you know, right. it goes on and on and on. But in this, they shit can the, the play control of the original and the story is always shit canned. False. So, what? I thought you said it was. Oh, for you, 15 specifically. No, I thought you said all the Final Fantasies are a different story, a different Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were saying that it was that they're all shit-canned. What do you mean shit-canned? Okay. Uh, I define oh, shit-canned as being thrown out. Oh, I see. Misinterpretation of the definition. What, how do you define that word? They're all bad. <laughs> no, no, no. No, shit-canned is not bad. It means they moved from, they, they shit-canned their ideas. They threw it in the trash so that they could start something new. I learned something today. I mean, that's how I would describe it. Felix lives in a world Continue. sometimes Continue. very, very special and very. You guys didn't own. know what take a powder meant. I Do you know what take a powder? You don't know. I fuck after take you We're said not doing it, take a powder. After you said it, I heard an admittedly an you older person, like seventy year seventy years old, say this at a party. Take a powder. Yeah. Okay. There's that, that's where I get yeah. it from. All right, but so you're, anyway, you're, my, what, I was your trying question? to get my point. Yes. My point is is. When I looked at the trailer and the footage, now all, in its defense, all I watched was Conan O'Brien rag on it. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> it's so funny. It's not going to make any fans of the game. No one's going to watch that and run out and say, I got to fucking play this That's game. So that's my problem. Yeah. Like, his complaints about it would be my complaints if I was playing the game. And that's sure. why I, that's why I'm really surprised that Square Enix did it. Yeah. Because he really ripped into the core problems I would have with it while I played. Yep. So... Are, who are they marketing to? The people who love Final Fantasy for years? I, are I they mean, not trying to bring in new people? There's or do not, you think they are? There's not one person they're marketing towards, and they absolutely are trying to bring in new people, mm-hmm. for sure. Because it I'll, totally seemed like any old, exactly what you described, action RPG, no different, but there's lore to it. Final but, Fantasy has has one of the biggest and most rabid fan bases in all of video games. I've heard. Right? Yeah. I think they're trying to bring back some of the core fan base that that felt alienated by thirteen. Yep. Thirteen was the last like uh, single player game. Fourteen was online. Is still online, 
Right. Right, a big open So thing. 13, and there have been three games in 13's trilogy. I've only ever played the first one. The second ones I, I've heard have fixed a lot of the problems, but my problem with 13, and everyone's problem really, is that the majority of the game is, is you running down corridors. Like these areas are so linear, like almost literally linear. You run in a straight line, get in random battle encounters, get to a boss at the end of your area, watch some story happen, do the next thing. Okay. It was boring. The battle system in that game was awful. Uh, they also slightly changed the battle system between iterations, right? Like active time versus waiting and, and doing things on a menu was always part of it. But how that happened was different. What gen was 13? Uh, PS3. Yeah, PS3, Xbox PS3 gen. Got it. Yeah. Um, so I think they're trying to bring back fans by saying, look, we can make a game that's that has an engaging battle system and will not hold your hand and force you down a hallway. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. There's always been this curiosity as to what what can this game do new while still making it feel like Final Fantasy. They're 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 really trying to expand on the newness. They're trying to get back to what they hit it out of the park with for games like seven and like ten to a lesser degree. Yeah. Like I think they're going for an aesthetic that that they haven't hit for a couple of years, which is like slight future but modern, still sitting in in the home environment. They. It seems like people like the industrial yeah. style of Final Fantasy overall. Mm-hmm. Um, when it starts getting more like machines and shit like that, like, I'm into steampunk. Yeah, because I think steampunk's cool. Yeah, yeah kind of like um, Booker DeWitt in um, the third sure. Bioshock Bio game. Yeah, this is more like this. This looks like it could take place in modern day if yeah. they, if modern day was more like influenced by medieval architecture. Still, yeah. if that makes sense. Sure. And the thing about those older Final Fantasy games that makes them so special are the characters, the wide, you know, array of just it. Like I feel like Final Fantasy was doing what Mass Effect does with its character developments for its side characters before it was even on the table. Like yeah. one of the my favorite game of all t- time is Final Fantasy IX, and the Nine? reason is because it has some of the best story, like just character development. It's got a throwaway final boss that just comes out of nowhere, which is fine because you are just learning so much about each one of your party members. They're all distinct. They all have their own thing going on. Enemies that you see in the first half of the game become friends near the end. And it's just this great... Nine... What was Nine on? Nine had to... PS1. 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 Nine had this cool, um, like, story uh, gimmick. Not really gimmick, but, like, story uh, function feature where you, you walk into a town or you go to some area you're exploring and it'll... It'll pop up with like a select button and say, "Hey, hit select to go visit this person's story." Yeah. Sometimes it was forced on you, like it was main story relevant, but mm-hmm. a lot of times it was optional. Yeah. But it was always great if you hit select, you'd be able to see what this person did when they split off from you. When you guys said, "All right, we're going to do this meet up back here in in five hours, and we'll yeah. head out." It it made them feel like you're not just walking into a town and they're like in your back pocket of your of your party roster. It's literally like they're doing their own thing in the town mm-hmm. and you're getting to see how they interact with people in that town just as you're interacting with people and getting mm-hmm. side quests. It just really fleshed out characters so that the people you start with are completely different by the end of the game. And I could use I that in it. the Skyrim anecdote I'm going to tell later. Yeah. But and this is this is one example. Yeah, and that's why 13 was such a fuck up because it took away side quests, it took away awesome characters with development, mm-hmm. and that's what they're fighting for. There's they're fighting for people that are done with the franchise because they are done. 13 fucked over a lot of people. Yeah. Um and they're trying to bring in new people that 
have always had a bit of an interest in Final Fantasy uh-huh. or just discovering. So, I mean, well, they've, all, they've I mean, always pushed the limits of graphics as well. Yeah. So they're trying to do this on PS4. Pre to you, pre you guys, me seeing the footage and seeing what was going on, mm-hmm. you guys had me on the fence. Like I was thinking maybe I should buy the game, join in with you guys, do yeah. whatever. Um, but it's not multiplayer at all. No. Or wait, no, there so is a DLC co-op thing that they're adding in later oh, post launch okay. cool. for like the story, not the story from what I read, but they are adding multiplayer four player co-op, like that a was special some, co-op mode. Yeah, or something. It's like a DLC. Okay. I don't know if it costs anything. I think it might be free, but yeah. it was something they confirmed was being added post launch. Nice. But now that I've like watched footage, saw another moron or noob to final fantasy rag on it. Right. Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien is like a noob to everything. Like he doesn't understand video games at all, but, but that's the gimmick of of the clueless. But I'm not him. I am a gamer and I have played plenty of titles, you know, completely missing final fantasy over the years. Yeah. And to me, it just doesn't look like it looks like they're catching up to what other games have been doing for a long time. It, and am I wrong about that? I think you are. Um, I understand why it looks like that to you. Yeah. I think they're taking... They've always referenced other games, other works of art, literature, movies, books, paintings, whatever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They, they're they very much like a piecemeal kind of like build, right? But they've always done their own thing um, in the face of whatever's happening in, in gaming, Right. I guess you could say that's why they took so long to get to like a, a more active kind of battle system because while the the battle system in these you know Japanese RPGs has its fan base, that fan base is dwindling by a lot, right? And they're still a company; they still have to sell games and make money, so they want to make the system that's more accessible to everyone. So they need to you make gonna, the game more. It? I don't know. I, I've always loved to experience it, experience these games kind of like on by myself, own. you know. Alone. So I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But but they have to like widen the net, right? They got to bring people in. They have to make it relevant to 2016 to people that demand excitement in the moment. You don't know? you think you'd get a lot of people watching you if you just put like brand new to Final Fantasy 15? Yeah, but everyone and their mother is going to be doing this yeah, too. Okay, you know. Yeah. Um. To me, Final Fantasy has always been like reading a book. Which is why it's like just infuriated players like Kevin Oates, right? Because he has no desire to do that. He wants to like play Metal Slug and shoot shit. Hell yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not me. Every every I would argue that every game I play is a giant book. Right. So it's uh, seems you, like it's you right may up enjoy my it, but there yeah. are certain things that are gonna be very foreign to you, including the setting, the environment, the humor, the Japanese ness. One thing I think he is gonna I'm love not a xenophobe. The only- I'm not saying that at all. The only reason I think you should play this game is because there's camping in they it. They got us at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Those sons of hoys. There is camping. Yeah, there's literally camping. Um, the way you gain I love a, camping. The way you level up in the game is after you do all of your uh, like fighting and leveling up or like getting experience. A lot of bass in that, that you're in. <laughs> you're pissing. You're pissing heavy. So, Sean, I'm sorry. We always do this when you're in the middle. Of the no, it's really okay. Interrupt me all you want. Snacks the cat. I'm just some schmo that came in here on episode 99. Stay tuned for after the episode when we slap the bag. Snacks, what were you saying? Oh, um, like you gain XP throughout the day, and then by leveling up, you make a campsite at night, and you eat with your party members, and then you, gotta, you level up then. You got to craft like different recipes. Yeah, shit. you do. And then that determines how you get your experience. Your bonuses for the next goes. day. Yeah, yeah. It's right up my alley. 
There, there's a cool little feature that, well, I think it's cool that they added in the uh, the Judgment Disc demo that you could uncover, where uh, I believe Prompto will take pictures in between your camping sessions, mm. and you can look at them during your like oh, overnight is, area cool, and, and choose to keep them or not keep them, whatever. Because he's like the the documenter of yeah. your trip. That's cool. It's a little thing, but that's neat. Yeah, they're throwing a lot of little things like that into the game. There's so much yep. that you can just do and experience and explore. I'm gonna watch a stream. I am not going to play it, but I am definitely going to hear a lot about what people say, so I'll probably join you on watching yeah. those streams. I'm super excited. I, I did download that Judgment Disc. I made a Japanese account just to get it. Um, and really, I just did it to kind of like learn the battle system some more, see what they've improved upon. Because I played all of them. I got the Duske demo with uh, Type-0, which was a game I never played. But I just wanted it for the for the Final Fantasy fifteen demo. Mm-hmm. I did uh, the Platinum demo that they released for free, which yeah. is just like a tech demo, but, yeah, but tech yeah, demo. it was fun. Um, this is all the shit they released to tease the fact that they might eventually come out right. with this game. I just, I mean, I'm, I love this series and I love seeing the changes that they've gone through. And and I'm going to go back a year, two years from now, and look at all the changes as you know to the final release. Play the Judgment Disc and hopefully try to read the Japanese. It'll be fun. True that. But it's going to be a, a a huge game for sure, and we'll be keeping you guys up to date on what's been going on. Um, let's jump to Dishonored Two. <gasps> Yeah, this snacks. Is, this is you, snacks. I I uh, canceled my uh, I canceled my pre order for that shit. Damn, <laughs> that's a, a shame. I'm a dick. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a damn good game. That Dishonored too. That's what a, I hear. I have a reason, but I want to hear uh, your experience. So, to kind of put it up front, I'm about I'd say I'm like seventy or eighty percent done the game at this point. Um, doing the first playthrough. Um, I want to say it's my game of the year so far. Ooh, ooh. Um, of 2016. Yeah, because right now Inside has that spot. I love Inside. That's such a good fucking. Never game. played it. <sighs> that, I haven't either. That's three hours of your life you need to fucking experience. Is that on a PC? I I know yes, that PC, PS4, and Xbox One. It's by the guys that did Limbo. Oh shit! That game. Yeah, is, I heard great things about holy that game. Shit, is that game amazing? Yeah. But going back to you've this just Sonic, piqued my interest. Oh, you gotta fucking play it. Inside, it's, it's incredible. Um, but Dishonored 2 literally takes the fundamentals of what Dishonored 1 was and just fucking opens the floodgates. Um, the game story-wise is essentially the same as the first game. It's a revenge story. Um. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. But like it gives you all. Corvo's in it? Corvo is in it. Basically the game opens up and within the first five minutes you have to pick a character. You either play as Emily Caldwin, which is a character you are trying to protect and save in the first game. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, and then you, or you can play as Corvo because the game takes place fourteen years later. Well, you you played the I, first game, right? Yeah, Folks. but I thought in one of those storylines, Corvo gets murdered. I don't know if that's end. like a high chaos because the game does change depending on certain I know, things I you know. do. So, in um, one of them, he dies. I don't know, but, guys, guys. For people who have not played Dishonored, like me, mm-hmm. though I will because Snacks so generously gave me the uh, the download code for his. Uh, what was it? The definitive edition yeah, of Dishonored of the first one. that came with his uh, his game. So it's be- got it's got where you can play as the other guy, as no, the bad guy. Uh, yeah, no, you do get that in de- the uh, definitive edition. You get all the DLC, and the DLC has a complete extra like three to four hours where you play as the main antagonist oh, very cool. and like why he's doing the stuff in the first game and That's why really he's dope. Like, evil. That's yep. awesome. So yeah. for people that that are new to this or mm-hmm. maybe listening have no idea what Dishonored is, what is it? What kind of a game is it? Dis- why do you do what you do? So Dishonored is like this, it's basically like if Bioshock and Thief kind of had sex on a sailboat, 
because it's got this. No, it's not at sea. Well, no, but it's got this whole aesthetic. A schooner is a sailboat. People call it uh, whale punk. A uh, whale punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> wait, why, totally wait, right. wait, wait. Why? Why I, whale? I punk? retract what I just said. You're exactly right. <laughs> whale punk. What the fuck is whale punk? Whale punk. Oh, is I forgot. Because every like the main city of Dunwall in the first game and uh, Karnaka of the second game, it is all based on whaling settlements and like these. Uh, sailors that will kill whales and then they'll harvest their innards the, the and use them as primary fuel. Oh, exhaustible God. resource that the creators came up with. The primary exhaustible <laughs> is, resource is whale, is whale oil. Yeah. They, whale oil. They use it for everything in the city. There's literally areas you walk into the game and people are just fucking gutting shark soap and these huge gnarly ass sharks with teeth outside of their face and like just like, yeah, just getting some whale oil and it's like, all right, whatever. This is fucking <laughs> whale. When, when I first whale played it, I was like, why is there fucking whale shit everywhere? Yeah, it's very <laughs> nautical. Understand. It's extremely nautical. It's really nautical. It's but, like, yeah. And like the first game was like a combination of like, you know, like, like Moby Dick mm-hmm. and like fucking classic you know steampunk yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but the game basically is something gets taken away from you you get really mad and you go out and kill everybody that wronged you and that is fucking fun because the game is it will present you with hey here's your assassination target this is who you need to go out and kill and it's not just the mechanics with like you can approach things either very hostile or very stealthily the game encourages you to explore everywhere it presents you you basically get set into a sandbox for each mission all of them different and it says go crazy you get guns you get crossbows you get sleep darts you get different variation of darts that can have different effects on enemies you get multiple ways to go vertical you do you get these abilities that are given to you they're kind of supernatural powers that let you uh, explore the world and Dismember people in different fun ways. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the more notable powers you get is something called Blink, where you can teleport around. And you can literally, with, you know, just looking at somewhere, you can just look at a balcony and be like, I think I can get up there. And you can just teleport up there immediately. Except for a couple of, like, distinct, really high rooftop points. Does that still do that? Where it limits you to, like, so, there's, like, these weird roofs you can't get to for some reason? I'm going to say no. Just to frustrate me. Very slightly. The only reason I say no more definitively than that is because the game is far more vertical than the first game. You nice. are encouraged to find a way over buildings as much as possible. And every single balcony you go to, just about every single one, has a window or a door you can open that allows you into the building and then you can pop so out a lot another more, window. A lot more interior. The so these yes. these are like fully realized buildings. That yes, you, could you can just like explore. You can teleport on top of a ledge because there's maybe guards patrolling the streets, and you don't want them to find you. Mm-hmm. You can walk into a room, and be like, "Oh shit, there's people living here," and they have a bone charm, which is something that enhances your abilities. And it's like, well, I don't want to kill them; they're just civilians. So you can use a sleep dart to put them asleep and then take their shit and then jump out their other window on the other side of the building. And then you're in a different district. So it encourages you to just go. That's very, very cool. And the powers get really interesting because between Corvo and Emily, you have to pick one of them at the beginning of the game. You can't choose another one for the rest of the playthrough. So it encourages you to play the game twice because they each have their own different powers and probably different arcs in the story. Yes, it does change depending Ooh, on. Do where they bump into each other? 
at, at some point? No. Uh, it makes it very clear you're not bumping into each other in the beginning. <laughs> That's kind of, It's not too much of a spoiler, but it, it's not. Oh, is it like like choose who dies and one of you dies? Not really. Like, it, not like not that. really. But like it's um it's definitely like you have to play as this person for the rest of the game. Um, no, I just thought maybe in the story arc, Emily bumps into Corvo, no. like doing her own his own thing. <laughs> no, not happening. Oh. But at any rate, um, the game really does let you just do whatever you want, and that's the best thing about it. One of the things that um, you can do that I was doing the other night. So I had an assassination target in a building. It was a mansion, and it was uh, something that I was just like, well, I'm just going to try and go as vertical as possible and just try to get to the other side of the building because the person I was trying to kill was on the farthest point of the mansion. So I was able to leap around some air ducts on top of the building, and I made my way through a library just kind of jumping from point to point on top of, like, bookcases. And I made my way to literally the top deck of where that person's like study was where they kind of were holding out Mm -hmm. and they had all these NPCs guarding them, like just flooded. And I was like, well, I'm not fucking going down there. Like there's no way. And I'm trying to go for a low chaos playthrough of the game. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to kill as little and get as noticed as little as possible. I always try to go stealthy and dishonored. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to use my powers because the powers are so fucking insane in this game like one you were showing me a trailer of can this you do the one where you before the game can came you out. do the one where you go into somebody's body and control them that's a corvo ex- exclusive power so with oh, emily's cool. powers here's an example um one of emily's powers is called domino it allows you to link enemies together just by looking at them and when you kill one the other one dies the same way or when you do something to one it affects the other so example you go up to an nbc you link two of them together you choke one out immediately the other one chokes out wow so there's like a line that's cool cool. there's a line that connects two of them together so you can see who is domino right yeah and it fizzles out to the other person when it hits them so it's not immediate you just see like a and then it hits them and then they just fall over and die but um and then another ability that she has is called doppelganger you can make clones of yourself that either fight with you or they can distract guards from getting away from you. Oh, shit. So you can literally have a doppelganger run down a hall, distract enemies, and then it just disappears. And they're like, what the fuck just happened? And, and then you, you just walk and into and a just, room. Yeah, yeah, you're completely in a different area. So That's I was cool. like, I'm going to break this game as much as I can right now. So I made a doppelganger right next to where I was on the balcony. And then I looked down at the assassination target and I dominoed the target to my doppelganger and I shot my doppelganger in the head, killed the fucking assassination target. And everybody in the room was like, what the fuck? And they're all running around in circles because they can't find me because I'm not in the room. You weren't the one that did it. And I was like, well, I'm out of here. So I just fucking jumped out of the room. And they're like, did they did they die? And I was like, yeah, I killed them. And that's it. And hey, can you I wonder, can you link yourself you to, can't link yourself because you need to look at a target and then it links. Oh, I see. Um, but another cool thing that I saw online the other day was the game, if you fall from a certain height, you die because it's just too much fall damage. Right. One thing you can do is if you look down at a really far area that you know you're going to die from, you can make a doppelganger jump and then assassinate your doppelganger mid-jump and it just takes the blow. And then you, you don't take any fall damage. That's cool. You could also... Um... Um, cover your fall in the original, probably in this one too, with a blink. You can't blink with Emily. She has something. Oh, she called, has a blink. Yeah, she has something called far reach, where you can like 
look at something and do kind of like a far grabbing motion with like a shadow hand, but it's far less quick than blink. Blink is yeah a lot easier to use, but this is like she's got different powers to work with than Corvo, no, it's fine. So, but well, you like, just got to learn the meta of, of yeah. her new powers. Totally insane though. Some of the combos you can come up with. Sound, sounds like I was a little a little hasty on my. Uh, oh my god! I'm canceling like, that pre-order. It can you can just the amount of combinations and things you can do with it are just insane. Um, it's it's just so fun. Like as um, soon as I'm done, I'm gonna go back and play as Corvo. Yeah, you you definitely have to, and I'm sure the story. Um, there's going to be different story scenes. Oh yeah, sure. for sure. It's got to be different just based on how it's going on right now, but all the areas look beautiful. The game looks great. I'm playing on Xbox one and it just looks wonderful. Um, I'd maybe be a little hesitant on PC just because it is having some frame rate problems from what I'm hearing. So yeah. if you have a console, maybe buy there unless you really want to play on PC. For is that me. like, a, is that like a real thing? Like these games come out and then, then is it everybody collectively complaining about frame rate problems or is it certain people who just don't have computers fast enough who well, bought it? Well, no, it's like if people have the specs, they're going to be pissed because so the it's, game is So it's locking. people who have the specs who are – so maybe they just set the specs too low. No, no, because they have the rigs to run it and the, the system is chugging. It's like chugging worse on con- wow. like than on consoles and it's just the way that it was – put out unfortunately and that they're patching it to make it actually yeah. runnable and i've heard that the patch fixes a lot of the issues yeah yeah there's a patch that just came out today that seems to fix a lot of things but i would be hesitant just before you get a pc version if you do get one um consoles it runs fine but i would just do a little research on the most recent patch to make sure it works fine if you do end up picking it up on pc yeah the reason i canceled the pre-order is because Watch Dogs 2 was coming out around the same time and i didn't want to put that much money out yeah, I, um, I agree. And you knew you were going to be playing Watch Dogs. The reason too. I need to, needed to do Watch Dogs 2 is because a majority of the people who follow me now on stream happened because of Watch Dogs, the original one. I just streamed it back in March and April. Yeah. And I grew from having like... Shout ten, out to, uh, to Rick 7... S- Rip 92,647. That's the one. I, I didn't want to yeah. mess up the numbers. Uh, yeah, shout out, always a shout out. He came in and did it today. I was hanging out. He got he got me seven follows. Nice. Big he ups. came in. He did a Rick raid. Yeah. Rick ninety two thousand six four seven. If you're listening, thanks again, motherfucker. Thanks, I love Rick. I love you coming in. Uh, but yeah, he Rick raided um, my Watch Dogs two stream because Skyrim is not Fucking the Rick o- raid. It's not the only game. He didn't know what a Rick roll was either. Uh, he didn't we were know all what a Rick roll? he was calling his. You thing. could have honestly Rick rolled him. And got a Rick roll. I know he was, and call- then explained to him what it was. He was calling his thing a Rick raid, and I said, "You Rick Can rolled." You imagine me. like actually Rick rolling someone in 2016, like Jesus legitimately, Christ. like, and they don't know what it is. And but they he got was Rick rolled. He, he was typing wow. in my stream. He was typing Rick raid. It's Rick like raid. someone finding like said, a Pokemon. And I said unclaimed. Rick roll, and then he responded with like, "What are you talking about, Rick roll?" And I'm like, "How do you not know what a fucking Rick roll is, dude?" Um. Anyway, um, you you squandered that opportunity. What? I squandered it. Yeah, I fucked it. Yeah. I fucked it right in its face hole. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the point I was getting at is I just didn't want to abandon. Um, I had to choose between the two, and I did not want to abandon the people who supported sure. me. Sure, sure. Because they wanted to watch Watch Dogs too. In fact, two or three people, 
immediately came in the minute they saw that I was streaming Watch Dogs 2. So. Have you, and you've been playing Watch Dogs 2, right? Uh, yeah, I've now played. Um, I did two, okay. three total stream sessions with Watch Dogs So we're going to roll into that. Look at that you guys, segue. Good Are we God. rolling right into that? Did I do yeah. that? Do you, no, do you want to wrap up anything? Oh, no. With the, yeah. Final, yeah. More snacks? Final thoughts, just buy it. Yeah, like Just straight up. Like I feel like yeah. this is a game anybody can play if you love the first one. Or we, if you're just well, you and I try it on consoles, not PC yet. Me and Trip had a, the, a great opportunity, thanks to Luke Gaming, to go to the E3. We were um, at E3 this year. That's correct. And the 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 layout that they had for the Dishonored Two exhibit was fucking unbelievable. Oh, I, I'm I'm actually very upset that I had never experienced Dishonored. Um, actually, I'm going to pull up some pictures for you, snacks, while I'm talking here. Oh, yeah, um, they had um. You that, walk that through a museum, animal, like there was a literal thing? museum set up. What's the big of mechanized the area. like? Robot monster, oh, the Clockwork Soldiers. Yeah, yeah, those things are a pain in the ass. Right, those are the ones. They're are they, similar are they like to big the daddies, one. kind of. They're more annoying than big daddies. They're, they were in the previous one, right? No, they're new. Um, there was what like, were those big things in the previous ones? They were. I don't remember. They were just those giant walkers where there was a guard in it, but then like they had these huge fucking legs. Yeah, that oh, they yeah, walked yeah, around yeah, the yeah, streets, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like crossbows. That was so fucked up. Yeah. Every time they, oh, they I just found the Zelda exhibit. Pictures. Every time they put a they put a bead on you, you were dead. Yeah. Like instance. That's, is that how it is with the Clockwork Soldiers? No, they have to be alerted by um, sound. So if you're making too much noise, they wake up. Um, and you see them in like the second or third area and it is very fucking challenging because you do not feel well equipped in any state of far, as far as leveling up. Um, but you work yeah, with it. Look, look at that, um, that faux 19th century, um, tapestry. Um, so this is, we're looking at a video oh, of the E3 exhibit for Dishonored 2. Coolest thing is they had like. Like images projected onto yeah. glass, this which is, is very like. This is great because even you kind of look cool at the wall, there. and there's like, it looks like there's Check it like out. furniture. Look, on, yeah, that's the clock. Yeah, there's things there. that are like floating up in the yeah, air. Yeah, there's and like stuff. desks on the wall. The area where you fight these soldiers is literally um, a mansion that is constantly moving. You pull a lever, and like the ceiling unfolds, and like new th- patterns come down, like a stairwell, and like the desks will go on the wall, yeah. and it just completely just opens very, up. Very, very cool and dynamic. Yeah, the, mo- the most it, recent Doctor insane. Strange seems like it was inspired by this video game. Yeah. Like yeah. the guys who had been been uh, designing for Doctor Strange like had played mm-hmm. Dishonored. That's awesome. Um, as a quick side note to that clockwork mansion that you go to in the game, it's really funny because you can pull a switch and then get in between the crevices of the gears, and then you're literally under the house. And oh, like what? You're inside of the house while it's like moving around and stuff. It's insane. Oh, that's that's fucking cool. But um, cool and then shit. you can kind of maneuver, and the guy that you're trying to assassinate will comment the whole time, be like, "So I see you got inside the house," and like it's like, "Yeah, kinda. I want right. to get out. This I'm is in. weird. I can't crazy. wait to play the first one." But segue to Watch Dogs. Segue to Watch Dogs too. Yeah. Speaking of sequels, I am, speaking of sequels, I'm yeah. very interested in Watch Dogs too. I, I am as well. Never played the first one. Wanted to, but I think at this point I can skip it and just kind of jump right into into two. Tell me everything. Oh, <laughs> okay, so um, you're not going to like what I have to say. Oh shit. <laughs> well, no, it's it's not um, for anyone who never played Watch Dogs. Uh, this is the experience you want. You want to buy this game because you've never played Watch Dogs. But have you looked at the graphic design? I mean, just look up there. I don't think they're both up there. But you see the Watch Dogs graphic design? Uh, what, uh, what? On the box. The, the word Watch Dogs written oh, on the box. Yes, it has yes. watch, underscore, and then it, dogs. Mm-hmm. The so underscore, the, wa- the glitching out of the letters. Whatever it is. Yeah. It's some kind of graphic 
thing. Yeah. We're looking at so, PlayStation Four boxes, right? right now. We are. We are. <laughs> it looks like they've printed the words with graphic distortion. Is sure. that what you're you're exactly pointing yeah. out? So Watch Dogs Two's okay. box, if it was up there, it's actually somewhere laying around here, has the exact same design. The only difference is there's a two. Okay. Ah. That's how I feel about this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, moving on to the next point. No, 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 no. Let me let me go in depth here, just a little bit. Um, I don't dislike it. I love the original Watchdog, so I play it a lot. Um, this game doesn't seem much much different, other than it being a different. Yeah, see see what I'm talking about. Watchdogs two. The only difference between Watchdogs up there and Watchdogs two is the two, right? It's a great looking too. Um, Felix so is for, making us for, look at a two. For right fans <laughs> of um, open world collector um, shooters that have a lot of driving, similar to like Grand Theft Auto, um, you're going to love this game. Uh, and there's no point in playing Watch Dogs One because Watch Dogs Two has everything, just like the title on here. Mm-hmm. Watch Dogs Two has everything that Watch Dogs One had. Um, so plus more plus a two trip. Did you play one? I have never actually played one. I've watched Felix stream it a lot, uh, but I've never played it myself. I, I remember when the game came out and it seemed so cool that you could interact with so much. And I wanted to kind of experience that, but I never got around to it. You can interact with so much more. So you can now hack cars. That's fun. And that actually has had practical purpose in some of the missions when I was trying to accomplish them. Mm -hmm. I'll be on the cameras. You can now hack through walls, which is cooler. So your hacker view allows you to go into hacker view, hack a camera, and then see a camera through four walls. Okay. So like in another part of the house. Using the cameras you're looking at to see other cameras? Yeah. They call it like some kind of like hacker view type thing or whatever it is. Hacker vision. Yeah. Trademark. But but you can literally, it's you're not limited to... You don't have to hack a camera that takes you into a room and then find another camera in the room. You can just hack to a camera that's five rooms over. Okay. So it makes a, that's a little bit easier. Um, I haven't unlocked a good majority of the weapons. I want to. Um, now, whenever you're about to hack something, there's four options of things you can do with that. So every hack has four options built within it. Okay. So for instance... In, in the original one, was it just like... You hack it and there was had one, one thing that response could, one to whatever. One response could occur okay. when you hack uh, an exploding device. It explodes. Now um, you have an option of making a thing that could explode uh, actually radiate some kind of attractive noise that brings people to it. Um, and then when they get close, then it explodes. Um, it's got to be a lot of work for like game development. Yeah. You know, like. No, you now have a, um, another cool thing you have. You have a jumper. Uh, the jumper is a little. Now the jumper showed up actually. In the DLC for original Watch Dogs. So in the DLC for original Watch Dogs, you played as um, the main hacker, Ray, whatever his fucking last name was. I don't remember his name. But he, he was like the punk guy. He was a cooler character. Oh, the dude with the dreads? Dude with the dreads. Oh, he plays Rob Zombie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Rob Zombie. So the guy who looks like Rob Zombie, you play as him and um, and uh, in, in the DLC. And he introduces the jumper. It's like this little two-wheeled thing that you ride around and it can jump and it has like a little hacking implement that comes out, like an arm that comes out and hacks stuff. That So that is introduced and they introduced now a drone copter that flies mm-hmm. around. You can fly it into different corridors. So uh, some of the strategy, you have to hack uh, a good majority of the things you have to hack, you have to hack with a puzzle. And you have to solve whatever the puzzle is of yeah. the hack. Again, to not to cut you off, 
I want you to keep finishing what you're saying. Yeah. But to paint a picture for people that are new to this game, like how are you hacking? You're hacking with some kind of technology that you you're, have, right? He, you he's have this hacking phone. With one thing. You have other, cell other phone than that when can he access things. Yeah. Other other than when he rides out the jumper or rides out the copter and and hacks using those devices. The primary device is his phone. Yeah. So he pulls his phone out. Um, that is the probably the best part of the game. Your start menu brings up your phone, which okay. is also confusing if you play GTA excessively. Because GTA, you just hit up on the um, you bring out your on the D pad, and it yeah. brings up the cell phone. I always hit up on the D pad, and it brings my gun out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always like in public. In yeah. like a park, and I'm like, oh, I want to check on my phone. I hit up on the D pad. He pulls out a fucking AK. Everyone fucking runs away. Forty seven or whatever gun he has on him yeah. at that moment. Um, so that that fucked with me a little bit, but that's only because I have prehistory with GTA, and GTA yeah. does it differently. But I think it is clever the way they did it. You hit the start menu, and the start menu, which would normally take you into a fucking blase, shitty menu, like in any other game, yeah. a UI based menu, is now the start menu is your phone. Okay, and you have to download apps to enhance the game. We had this discussion before. It's diegetic. Right. It's it, very diegetic. It exists in the game world. So you 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 know, for instance, when you first get in the game, you download an app that's very similar to Uber. So then you can do these taxi missions. You know, if you download the the Uber like app, the taxi missions take you on various like you know. The, I've done one so far on stream, and it was you drive the stunt woman around, and she wants you to take the car high and fast and jump and all. Of that course, shit. and it's San Francisco, so you're dealing with really cool jump positions, oh, right? For sure. San Francisco, you're jumping like practically vertical off of these like off of rooftops and shit. Um, one thing I didn't like, they didn't improve, and no one who. If you did not play the previous Watch Dogs, you're not going to know the difference. But I don't like the. I, I think the driving needed to be improved. I didn't think the driving was great. Their core system for driving, in comparison to Grand Theft Auto Five, is weak. It's weak. It's yeah. like it's half mast compared is, to Grand Theft Auto. Is it any better? No, it's exactly the same. The driving is identical. The bikes are really stiff, rigid, not comfortable to drive. Like. When I drive a motorcycle in Grand Theft Auto, it feels like I'm on a motorcycle. Mm. When I drive one in um, in Watch Dogs, it feels like it's on rails. What do you think of the story so far? Now, that's the thing that is the shining point of it. The voice acting is amazing. I don't want to do a shout out. Um, I don't remember. Hold on. Let me look at my phone and Twitter. Um, so Felix is going on his app right now on his phone. I am, if you're listening at this home, is meta. he's browsing. This is meta. I want to give a shout device. out to Jonathan Dubsky. So Jonathan Dubsky is the guy who played uh, Josh in a character. If you played the game so far, you'll know who Josh is. He's does the, he does he voice or just or mocap or both? He, he's the voice guy. I don't okay. know if he did mocap for it, but uh, he actually retweeted me and said thanks for supporting the game when I had put oh, that that's I was, super cool that I was streaming it. That is cool. He, he and I checked him. I checked him out. I vetted him on IMDb. It's totally him, and he says right on his um, he says uh, Josh. From hashtag Watchdogs to Ubisoft, DeadSec, actor, writer, director. That's dreamer. cool. Wow. Um, but yeah, he totally retweeted my shit. But he is by far the voice acting on the whole in this game is outstanding. Yeah. Um, the cinematics, every cinematic scene, every cinematic scene is outstanding. Like I was uh, truly impressed by all the performances in it. Mm. Um, I don't know how I feel yet about the story, but you know, it's it's a standard like. I, so far, the Watchdog story in Watchdogs One is more interesting than this. 
Aiden Pierce as a character, not as interesting as any of these characters, but what his motivation was, was motivated by revenge and like some, a little girl had died and like that kind of drama was way more compelling to me. Mm. Um, you're a part of an organization called dead sec. You're one of the many players in dead sec and the overall character is kind of like blending in to the tableau of dead sec. So he's not really a character that's, that's centralized to me. You know, his name's Marcus, but he really goes by, um, he has a hacker name and I can't remember rep zero or something like that or, Trip Zero? No, it's 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 oh my god, they figured it out. <laughs> it's something Rep Zero or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. They're all part of this organization. But but you know, it's not to say the dead sect itself isn't a character. The one thing that really eats at me about the story, and this is just so stupid, you know, I always come up with some dumb thing. Sure. Earlier we were talking about Jude Law and his fucking pink lips. Oh God, these I can't watch a Jude talking. I about can't his lips. watch a Jude Law movie Jesus without Christ. seeing his pink ass lips. This is literally like a thirty minute discussion, right? But we're not going to go into that. Started. But here's another thing that I'm hung up on. Uh-huh. So Dead Sec is supposed to be in the first game. Is this mysterious organization? Nobody knows about them. The government does now. Presuming we're We've moved on in time. We're further along. DeadSec now has more of a presence, I guess, in the world. But the branding. I don't understand why a secret organization would brand everything. Why are they putting DeadSec on a car? They're putting DeadSec on their shirts. They're putting DeadSec... The one guy, when you see in a, a cutscene, cut you see him put his laptop down. Like, he's working on his laptop. He puts the lid down. He walks out with the laptop. You see DeadSec stickers on his laptop. I'm going, if you're an organization that's trying to remain kind of concealed from the government, why are you branding yourself? Well, think about it like this. Think about it like the fucking, the Guy Fawkes mask for Anonymous. People have that shit everywhere. Sure. Okay. So if so so many people have it, they're not going to be able to tell the difference. That's a good parallel, Sometimes it means that you're in Anonymous. Maybe it just means you support them. Maybe you just want to throw somebody off. Yeah, I think it, it's the same kind of paradigm right there. I, they haven't explained that well enough in the storyline, so I, I wasn't picking up on that, but that makes perfect sense. So would you say, so it seems like you just kind of jump into DeadSec. You don't actually get like introduced with the main character. Are you Is DeadSec just kind of going on when you no No, 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 no. Um, the first mission you play is when he meets DeadSec. Okay. He's just a, a rogue ha- hacker. Okay. He's just out there in the world hacking shit, and he's really good, and they're impressed by him. Do you care about dead sec and what they're doing right now? Uh, not so much yet. Okay. Like I just, you know, they're creating havoc. Like the mission I just did, they had to. Do you want more of this, this fine boxed wine? Yeah, sure. Okay. This bagged wine at this point. Um, it's true. We I, took the bag out of the box. From what I gather so far, dead sec's main mission is to try and take down bloom. Bloom is the big ha- hacker organization. Mm-hmm. That's your main mission that you don't really have enough you have to get a certain amount of followers for okay. the dead sec account okay or something like that and so you're always rolling to get the most followers in whatever their twitter twitter equivalent is in this world because it's not they're not using real brand names you know Twi- right twitter is called whatever it is and i don't know what it's called <laughs> but you have a mission that you get from minute one which is take down taking down bloom and basically they say you can't do this mission until you get a certain amount of followers, and it's like a couple of billion or million or whatever. Just so a it's couple like, billion. So like you're right now, I'm at like forty two thousand follows. I've mostly played side quests, so you can track where you are 
in the progress of the game basically by how many followers you have. I see. Okay. Because once you hit the followers to unlock that mission, you know that's the final mission. So how are you playing it? Are you playing it like this, like, like, cause it kind of seems like you can play stealthy. Are you playing stealthy? Are you shooting shit? Are you kind of just doing whatever you want? And, and that's a good, good argument. So one problem I had with original watchdogs and now having a problem with this game is you want to go in stealth. Mm-hmm. You do want to use it stealth. And I said to myself, before I go into the game, I want this to not devolve it to devolve into a shooter. I don't want to play grand theft auto. I would pick up Grand Theft Auto if I wanted to play Grand Theft Auto. But the problem is, is they put enough Grand Theft Auto-y elements in there. They allow for too much Grand Theft Auto. And I hate I hate to state that as the standard, but it is the standard, right? It's the game that did it first. I mean, I had a lot of fun playing Grand Theft Auto Five. I still do. I still do. But if I want Grand Theft Auto, I'll play Grand Theft Auto, and I don't need all that shit in this game, right? So and- what's, what's the separation point? Well, here's what happens in missions. If I don't get what I want because it's too fucking hard to hack, I just devolve and I turn into a shooter. I'm just blasting people left and right. I've played four or five missions where I resolve the issue by shooting everything and then fucking getting in a car and just taking off because I think they make the hacking way too hard, maybe? is that Could that be it? Is there like a skill tree for hacking? or Right, you have to unlock stuff and you have to get clever with it. Okay. Right? When you first start, I mean, though, it's not easy to hack things in real life. Exactly, but <laughs> he's supposed you, to. You be, really don't just take your phone out. And no, point but he's at supposed to be this tip. It. He's supposed to be this tip-top, amazing hacker. So the unlocking shit should never happen, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, why is there an unlocking skill tree thing when he's supposed to be amazing at it? And if it was all You're avail- always learning, in no, life. but listen. No, I get that. You could rationalize anything, but Pull my that. problem is the meta of the game is fucked because you start off. <laughs> Having to shoot everything. First off, if you're a hacker and you're trying to stay elusive and mysterious for as long as possible, you you would never have a phase in your experience trying to do it where you devolved into I'm going to blow everybody away and run type fucking mentality. All right. That's a fair point. Right? So unfortunately, because he doesn't have all the tools, you don't have all the abilities to hack all the shit you can protect. Like, for instance... I don't know how many times I thought in my head, oh, if I just had the tool that allows me to hack the fucking dude and make the electricity go off to distract him and make him walk away, I'd be able to pass. But I can't. And he keeps walking in the same loop. And every time I try and do it, he sees me and I fucking die. Or I alert the the authorities and then I die. Or I alert the authorities and I shoot him and I run. Like, And this happens too early in the game, but it's happening because all the tools that I could potentially have to unlock the city aren't available to me and that's fucked you know it's not grand theft auto right i don't i'm not a gangster i'm a fucking uh, he looks like a suburban kid who fucking is really good at hacking he's not gonna and he's a black man he's definitely not gonna fuck with the cops like that dude i'm sorry i'm, I'm right. I, I, that's not no, a racist no, statement no that's a really good point that's, that's you're, me you're making gonna stay as far that, away like, from the cops as yeah possible. he's gonna try to avoid the cops especially he's in this really fucking good yeah and for some reason, the game dev- devolves into this fucking g- grant up because they allow the elements to be there. Now, can I say one more point, Snacks? Yeah, sure. Recently, no, because I know I know you want to say something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently, I played um, Sleeping Dogs. Mm-hmm. Sleeping Dogs wants you to be play an open world game, but it wants you to use martial arts to play it. And how did they they make it so their game doesn't devolve into a Grand Theft Auto shooter? 
they made it so that guns are not something that's the primary character's motivation. So he doesn't have easy access to them. He doesn't really get one until like the end of the game. You complete the game. Because it's like easy mode. Right. With a gun. You complete the game. You get a gun that shows up in your uh, apartment. Sure. But you don't get that gun on a regular basis. Guns never st- never stay on your person, and the character. I know I'm still talking, yeah, and the character. And, and, and the point is, is that is the character is able to, uh, f- the character essentially indirectly, passive aggressively forces you to learn the martial arts combat of the game. Well, mm-hmm. I wanted this game to force me, force everybody, really, all the fucks out there who are playing it wrong. Who aren't playing? They're playing it fucking wrong. Who aren't playing it with <laughs> the fucking t- hacking? Right. Those fucking people need to start playing it with the hacking and teach these people that they should not be making Grand Theft Auto. Let it be known that your Twitch stream is point. a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I, Calling I want right to play now. the game without the hacking. So I'll stop talking. Snacks. Oh no! I mean, it seems like the game is at its best when it's hacking, and it maybe kind of goes to a general space when it get, lets you do the shooty it's shooty bang so bang. Fucking great when it's hacking, yeah. And it's just a letdown when it's a shoot fest. I'm gonna check it out because I think the world, San, San Francisco itself, looks really cool and I interesting. I can't wait to run around San Francisco, especially I've spent about a month there, and I just I love it. I love the city. I love the area, and I I enjoy games where I can pretend to be in places that I've been in real life. With you, you know what? For, the, you know what? Whatever reason. Let I me tell you what it. could fix the game. Two seconds. Ultra hard mode. Ultra hard mode means one every, shot kill. One no, Shit. permanent consequences. I mean, you said hard mode. No, you br- you permanent consequences. Okay, you break the law, you break your save file. It erases your save file. You've just you're in prison. It says Marcus is in prison. Is there a PC release for this? That uh, sounds like a mod. I, you know what? I don't know if there's a PC version. It would be super super amazing if when you tried to do something beyond hacking, if you got fucking arrested permanently and the game just ended. Oops. Your hacking days are over. Mission's over. Can't play the story <laughs> anymore. Fucking over. In jail. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get for being a dick yeah. and turning into a fucking Grand Theft Auto. I would love to have that GameStop discussion. So why are you trading in the game? I got put in jail and I got a 16-year <laughs> prison sentence. It, it gave me a 25-year prison sentence yeah. for be... shooting five officers By of the time law. you got out of prison, there will be way better games to play. You're not coming back to watch Dogs. <laughs> you guys get my point, right? I do. I, I really. I totally yeah. do. Yeah, no, totally. It's, it's good points. Yeah, because um, it does kind of break the game when so much of it could be enjoyed with the. Hacking. I just added a mod in Skyrim. I added a mod in Skyrim where I can get like, I think it's like some crazy thing like a year in prison, and when I go when I for murdering somebody, when I I thought I was a sick man. Adding, so if like, I the kill, need to yeah. eat and sleep and be warm. If I kill somebody, Skyrim. it's called eye crime. Look yeah, it up. I don't want to do that. If 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 I kill somebody in Skyrim, and I say go to jail. As opposed to, first off, if I want to pay the fine, it's like two two gold pieces or 3,000 septum or some crazy shit. If I go decide to go to jail instead, I'm waiting for like 15 minutes for the load screen to finally come back. As it's, it's calculating what the fuck has happened in a year, year while you're in prison. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, I will not be installing that mod. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Speaking well, of cool. jail, yeah. how's Pokemon? Yo, I don't know how that worked, but it, it did. We're going to chat about that a little bit. Um, yeah, we're going to chat about Pokemon a little bit. Pokemon Sun and Moon came out a couple days back. Um, really not too much to go into with this game. It's really? just, it's a lot of fun. You know, like, I, the last one I played was, I think, X and Y. Yeah, and that was a good one. They, I mean, they were fun, but to me, they just kind of, like, were rehashing 
the same things that were in red and blue yeah. like years and years and years ago. And hey, like don't mess with the formula. You know, yeah. Pokemon has always been, you know, you get a Pokemon, someone gives you a free one, and then you're out there in the world. You're a little kid exploring, catch your own, collect your own, become the best trainer in the world, whatever. Hell yeah. Um, get those water types. They're hard to shit to get in the beginning. Yeah. This one's a lot of fun, though. Like, they're doing a lot of things that kind of revitalize the funness of nice. the game. Gyms are gone. Whoa. Yeah. What the fuck? There's not really gym battles anymore. Previously I... in, in Pokemons, you would, like, uh, you'd get to a new city, and then there would be, like, what they called a gym, which was a collection of trainers, and then uh, a leader of the gym that had one specific type of Pokemon that you had to battle against. You'd beat the gym, you'd get a badge. You needed eight badges or or whatever to fight the final best trainers in this land. Mm-hmm. Gyms are gone. Wow. Uh, you're on a set of islands that are almost like Hawaii, kind mm-hmm. of very Hawaiian inspired. Yeah, it seems like it's got this Aloha vibe to yeah. it. Um, every island has different like um, challenges or tasks you have to do. Some They're not always fights. Some of them are like, like quizzes or like you take pictures or shit like that. Oh, wow. That's interesting. And then the rewards are uh, these little stones called Z-stones. And you attach a Z-stone to your Pokemon. And as long as that matches the element that that they use, you get this one massive ability you can use in the battle, almost like a summon in Final Fantasy VII or, mm-hmm. or any Final Fantasy, really. So it's pretty cool. That's interesting. So yeah. like, Is um, this a square game? Pokemon? Yeah. No, no Pokemon's Nintendo. Game Freak and oh, Nintendo. Freak. Yeah, 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 got it. But um, It's first party. Nintendo. Which one did you get, Sun or Moon? I got Sun. Yeah, you don't have to deal with that 12-hour difference. No. Um, that's interesting, though. Like, see, I am I got rid of my 3DS a little while ago, but um, just because, like, it's kind of dwindling. I knew Switch was around the corner before it was even announced sure. just because of all the NX rumors and shit. Interesting thing about Switch, not to, we'll get back to what you're saying in a second, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a version of this coming out for the Switch. Oh, yeah! That's what Nintendo announced. I'm about it. It'll be the same base game, but adapted to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, guys. Late 2017. What were we saying? Oh, um, but yeah, that's interesting. I mean, like, um, I've played Pokemon since Red and Blue, um, and it's um, this is the first one that I actually kind of dipped out of. I was like, you know what? I think it's I think it's outgrown me at this point. But yeah. at the same time, it hasn't just because like I still want to play. Like I, I definitely want to play. And I think it's just the Pokemon this time around. The Pokemon do not look interesting, and the best thing I've seen so far is a sandcastle that is a ghost type. <laughs> that yeah. is literally the best thing Pokemon Pokemon I've seen in. Yeah generations but yeah. is this a card game no no it's <laughs> it's like a, a he's laughable. Like, don't give it to him it's like no. you don't understand make, make him guess he's <laughs> laughing at you what do you think pokemon is I, is it turn-based yes yeah okay so it's a turn-based uh rpg yes essentially yeah you okay. you collect the things that become your party essentially there's <laughs> like there's a world full of little animals oh, and just, you, just you like the them. go you find the little, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just but you a, find it in an open world map. It's, it's world? not quite open world. Um, you have no, it's not at all. Open like world. original Nintendo. Yeah, uh, I mean you're Mario going world. through like like um, they call it like routes. You know, like the routes are like roads between towns, and like these routes have like uh, tall grass, and you walk on the tall grass, you get a random encounter with a Pokemon. Oh, yeah. or there are trainers that that are waiting along these routes yeah. to challenge you, and you battle them, and and you level up your Pokemon. Like Fable Three. No. Fable 2? <laughs> no. Very, no. Not, not like any of the Fables. No, no, no. How they're designed. Mm. You, 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 in Fable, kind you, you walk very I, linear I, trails. I, I guess I think I... Between, kind of. Between I, similar, towns. Like, no. It's, no. <laughs> it's like... 
I, I get the linearity of what it's saying. Yeah, like you are, are there towns in it? Yes. There are towns. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what I mean. Like between towns, there's like a linear path you follow to get sure. Towns. Yeah. yeah. That's how Fable Three yeah. is. Yeah. It's it like, wasn't open world. It was like it's like right. Each town will give you a hub of things to do, or like a gym battle to fight, like a major way of progressing into the game. And then each route has a new set of Pokemon that you can catch or trainers you can fight. Yeah. In, in design, that's very this, similar to Fable 3. This game and, and the story so far... Peter Monahue made this game. <laughs> Same guy? Yeah. P- Peter Monahue made Pokemon Sun and Mew- Moon. Oh, I had no idea. And No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. He's fucking <laughs> with me. Good. I know. It's good. <laughs> good fucking with you, Face. Yeah. Well, right. well, story-wise, this story is a lot more linear than previous Pokemon games. But I think it helps in the sense because of the different ways that you're like experiencing the game like you don't have the gyms to worry about you yep. know you're kind of like experiencing these story beats the way they give them to you mm-hmm. and you have their free reign in between to catch pokemon level up do whatever you need to do there's still like the shadowy collective group that's doing their thing you Team know dark thing yeah exactly um and you interact and and fight them but it's like it's lighthearted. it's it's more it takes itself less serious I would say than some of the other ones, hmm. but it does enough that's original that got me back into it. Nice, because oh. the last one that I really, really dove into was Gold. Gold's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Oh my god. And then I just I I fell off after that. Gold was a sequel to to Red and Blue. Like there was Gold and Silver right immediately after, or a couple of years after. Takes everything about the first game, makes it better. Yeah. But yeah, I um, will check it out when it's on the Switch for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Very very cool. Um, I know you mentioned you didn't like the Pokemon designs. The ones that I've seen so far, I've 